All right, it's 15 minutes now past the hour of five. My name is Michelle Ago here on Lagos Talks 913. This is Critical Thinking with Michelle and, of course, Zeal, my main ogre slash Happy host. New Year. Happy New Year. How are you doing? How am I? You seem very happy. I am. I could tell. I am. Oh, family. Everybody's good. Yeah. yeah. I lo- I lo- the earth has shifted. I didn't like where the earth was two days ago. So I feel better now. We're too close to the sun. What do you mean the earth shifted? Is that what you read in the news or something? No, no. The, earth, the, the, the revolution of the earth around the sun at a point. You know, this is for the last couple of days we've been at the closest, the point we're closest to the sun. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't good. Not good for my energy. Mm. And now we've shifted, shifted small, away from yes, there? Yes, I hear Yes. I feel better. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm glad you feel better. Yeah. Today, uh, well, it's a brand new year. It's the first critical thinking show of the year 2023. And as you can imagine, this is a very defining year for the country, defining year for our lives, for uh, based off of the decision that we all collectively make when the times um, get here. The times are closer, obviously. But today we'll be talking about redefining things and and just rede- redefinition yep, yep, yep. of things. As I, I think, as the world continues to grow, uh, as we continue to grow as a nation or our society continue to question things and become more open-minded, we then realize that you know it's time for us. It could be time for us to redefine things and not see things as they were in the days of old. Look for new meanings. Look for deeper insight. Am I? What is it? Y'all fire. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so we have to redefine things. And um, um, because every single day, we gain more perspective. We gain more knowledge. We gain more insights. We learn and listen to different opinions. And we then realize that things do not always have to remain the same. We can always redefine relearn things and again just find a new definition for almost everything and i think that's the beauty of critical thinking the more you think critically the more you find new meaning to things you learn new things you redefine things you find new perspective you gain more insights and you do better i've not seen anything again i should have finished (laughs) (laughs) yes yes michelle that's it that's that's what i think i think i believe strongly that we need to learn to unlearn. We need to learn to unlearn. And relearn. You know that thing they say, you learn, you unlearn, you relearn. It, um, we have a lot of concepts that are, we've used as humans over a very long period of time. And our forefathers, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, defined some things. Mm-hmm. And the things they defined at that time was according to the knowledge they had at that time. But as we've grown as a race, as the human race, as we've evolved, as we've acquired more knowledge, as we've discovered new things, we have not really gone back to revisit some of those things that hold us bondage Mm -hmm. by their definitions. I mean, simple things like when I was growing up, we were told that Pluto was a planet. What is not anymore? It's not anymore. Science has downgraded it to a major star, I think. But it's no longer a planet. So if they come and ask me, is Pluto a planet in quiz? Zeal will say yes, and I'll be wrong. 20 years ago... So we don't have nine planets anymore? The world changed. You see, that's the thing. 
things change. The just, just like climate change, right? Do you understand? So, yeah. you know, this happens at this time. Things change and we have to understand that things change. And we have to be ready to accept some of those changes and also to evolve from the changes we have. I mean, for example, um, <clears throat> a lot of things that were done by Newtonian physics no, are no longer exactly the only things that can be done in physics. They are not incorrect, but they are new things that are correct in a different way, like in quantum physics. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, we need to be ready to say, okay, no, when, thing, when we're talking, we need to sit down and drill down to the <coughs> basics and say, what is this thing we're talking about? Can we redefine it in the context of where we are, what we want? I mean, basic things, what is government? Government was all, let's even make it easy. What was democracy? It was Abraham Lincoln that gave us the famous government of the people for the people by the people. And we all use it and it sounds beautiful. But what did he mean? He didn't mean what we understand. Those things have changed. No? Mm. So we need to go back and redefine some of those things, especially with your last show, speaking about, I mean, I, I, I caught that bit that Gen Zs are very impatient. Mm. You know, I'm like, yes, but why, why bring that up? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? We need to, to unlearn, we need to be able to question things, not conf- not in a confrontational manner. Not why are you saying something about, you know, there's, there's a difference between tone, why are you saying that and tone, why are you saying that? You know, there's a difference. So why are Gen Z's impatient? I think there's a very good reason. If I had to answer that question in one word, you know what the word would be? Yeah. The internet. Mm. Yes, the internet has made the human race significantly more impatient. All of us. You know why? When I was growing up, if I wanted to visit you and you lived in Apapa and I lived in Sule, the only way I would know if you're at home is to get my ass up and go to your house. Mm-hmm. Today, I don't have to. I'll call you and check if you're home. If I don't know where Lagos Stock's office is 30 years ago, I would have to. How would I find out? It's a long, tedious process. If you don't have the yellow book to go through the directory, you have to ask people that will give you an idea. Oh, I've seen it around the whole road. Then you get to our road, they start asking, 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 asking. And then you find, and it, it wasted a lot of our time. But the generation that went through that learned something about perseverance. Today, you ask me, where is Kofefe Balablu office in Paris? I'll just pick up my phone and I'll tell you in 10 seconds. Now, if you therefore are trying to waste my time, mm-hmm. I will be very impatient. I'll be like, you can get it in 10 seconds. I mean, think about research. When I was doing my project in university, we needed some data from insurance companies. Michelle, mm-hmm. we had to go from insurance company to insurance company on foot, asking, please, who do we talk to? See what we want. We're students. So, uh, explain, 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 explain. And using floppy disks for that didn't work because 
Wow, floppy disk. Right. Can't remember the last you time know I heard the memory that. size of a floppy disk. <laughs> you could save maybe two word documents on a floppy disk, and that's it. That was, it was like one meg or something. I like never that. used. I knew, but I never 3. used 3. it. Three and a half meg or something. That was it. Basically, a picture would fill up a floppy disk. So, so they had to print out all that information for us. I know those green. Did they ever meet those green and white? paper that you print in those big machines that have um, holes at the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had to get bills of those things and then go and start getting the data and writing it down. And it was a tedious process. But it taught us perseverance. The generation now does not have to do that. You go on the internet, you Google, you download, you put it in Excel, you sort. In a few minutes, you're good. You're good. And you can always find where you're going through Google Map. Exactly. So the virtue we call patience... Or rather, let me put it the other way around. The virtue called perseverance became what's what's a negative virtue called? It became a disadvantage. Mm. Because impatience, I want it done as quickly as possible. Kind of in Gen Z's gen in this generation gets you results faster. The person who perseveres usually doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm going to the library to check on this. Let me, I'm like, no. I know we spoke about this when we spoke about hard work. Mm-hmm. That the fallacy of hard work. It's not, working hard is no longer <laughs> what it, it used to be. So we need to start redefining a lot of these things. The world has changed. The internet has changed so many things. We don't even understand how much it has changed. I mean, <clears throat> the cell phone. In the days of our dial-up, mm-hmm. you know, I want to speak to Michelle. I hold the phone to my ear. And on average, back in the late 80s, early 90s, it would take, on average, 15, 20 minutes, sometimes longer, to get a dialing tone. Now, there are a lot of gentes that don't even know what a dialing tone is. You know, you hold the phone to your ear. You need to wait for a specific sound. Pooh. When you hear that sound, you can dial. If you die without that sound, you're wasting your time. Wow. <laughs> I love the look at your face. So you need to wait like 15, 20 minutes to get a dialing tone, I know. And while you're waiting, guess what? What? You can't move. You're holding the phone to your ear. You can't move around. It, it not, we didn't really have cordless. It's not wireless. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so you sat down. You learned patience. You just sit down. And when I call Michelle and it's ringing, hopefully you dial and it rings. If Michelle doesn't pick up. You still spent money? No, you've not spent money. Oh, okay. But Michelle's phone doesn't have caller ID or anything, so she's not going to know she had a missed call. So guess what? Let alone from you. Even if she had the phone ringing, she doesn't know. So if you needed to get in touch with someone, you needed a certain level of perseverance and patience. Today, you ask a Gen Z, um, could you find out from Michelle what time the show is? He says, okay, no problem. You come back 30 minutes later, have you found out? Oh, I've called her. Yeah, no, but have you gotten the information? I says, oh, she'll see the missed call. I'm like, no. They are, f- they are content with effort. The older generations needed results. But in this generation, that effort is meant to lead to result because if Michelle sees a call from me, she should call back. That's how it works, yeah. That's how it's supposed to work. You know, so the mindsets are different. And all of this is just from asking, why are Gen Z's impatient? It's not a character flaw. That's what I was looking for, flaw. It's not a character flaw. It's not that they are bad. It's just that... It's not that they're sports. No, it's not. It's that the tools available to them make perseverance a flawed character to have. 
in some instances, not in all, in some, you know, you have things that in my time there was no speed dating. Now there's speed, what? speed, speed dating. dating. What is that? Someone throws a party, 20 girls, 20 guys, you have five minutes with each, like a dinner kind of thing. You oh, spend five minutes talking other. to each other, then you decide, oh, is, it, is it working? Oh. Or is it not working? All, all these dating apps, you put in your profile, I'm looking for somebody who's two feet three and is this and this and that and that. You find it your preference. You. Then yeah. you guys, those days, find a chick. Oh boy, you have to go out. You have to buff up. I'll just be strolling on the road hoping, okay, maybe. <laughs> and then, getting her number was not really useful because you would call her daddy, we pick the phone, you hang up, then you call again. I spent three, four hours trying to get a dialing tone. So the world has changed. Things, the internet, technology generally, has made things faster. Mm. And so, this year, what I've thought to myself is everything that's taking me and what I consider to be an inordinate amount of time, I'm going to be asking myself, am I doing things efficiently? Because the technology has made everything faster. So everything, anything we're doing now, at the same amount of time we're doing it 20 years ago, there's a problem. So for example, we spend, God bless Asu, we spent four years in university. Mm -hmm. My father spent four years in university. I spent four years in university. Why, why are we still spending four years? Technology has made everything faster. So why is university not faster? You would agree some things will never change, right? Why? I don't know. So why? Why? Well, and you check it now. You go, a, lot of these, <clears throat> a lot of people go and learn stuff in the Google school for nine months. And they're good. They're great. They they're do good. great things. Yeah. Exactly. So why are we spending? I'm not saying we shouldn't spend four years. But I'm just saying... Is it possible? So I spent the first two years in university. I did courses. Okay, so I did a course in law in year one. Very important. I did a course in geography. I studied actual science, by the way. Basically, math and statistics. But I spent one year, two semesters doing geography. Why? Doing general African studies that had no units. Why? Doing... I did a lot of courses that look back and like... It's good to have good general knowledge, but it had no applicable knowledge to the final two years. So I could have done my degree in two years. Mm -hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah, we I could do. have done it. So if there's anything that we're doing at the same amount of time, I mean, for example, the Lagos Metro Line. Mm. It's taking, I don't know how long I've lost count. 20 years, more. Maybe 12 years-ish. Why? It should not take the Lagos Ibado Expressway. We've been on it as far as I remember, maybe since 2001. Then certainly we're doing something wrong. So it's, it's not about being confrontational, but just about stepping back and saying, why is this so? For example, brush your teeth before you go to bed. Why? I brush my teeth. I used to brush my teeth before I went to bed <coughs> because it was the instruction that was hammered into me into habit i didn't know why but now we know why you know why because you've eaten you have food particles in between your teeth and those food particles the germs the bacteria overnight eat it is going to create cavities it's gonna... now i understand why guess what you don't have to remind me in fact i'll more than brush i'll floss as well and that's what understanding and that's what critical thinking and understanding help you do before you can understand something, you're giving instruction. Just follow it. When you can understand it. So if you tell me now, Ozil, guess what? 
you don't have to brush your teeth for one week. I will still brush because I understand why I have to. Now, if you tell me, oh, there's this thing, if you drink this thing, it cleans your teeth and keeps it safe for one week, I may be uncomfortable, but I'll test it because I understand why. And that understanding gives me the room to maneuver, to be flexible, to adjust what I'm doing. So, this year, a lot of me is going to be questioning just why. Even more. Even more, yes. Why? I mean, I'll be questioning internally, not externally. People don't have my time again. So, just internally, why? This person wants to be president, but why? Why does he want to be president? What does he have to offer? Whatever he has to offer, why hasn't he already offered it? So, you have ideas. Oh, that's good you have ideas. Why didn't you give the ideas before? So, for instance, I've had ideas on several things. And whoever is in charge, I will write you and tell you, this is my idea. Implement it. Because I'm not, am I trying to implement it for my own glory or for the betterment of society? Because mm. if I can give you, Michelle, an idea, something you can do in this station that would make broadcasting in Lagos much better, why would I say, give me Michelle's job first? Then I'm just being selfish. I'll just tell you, Michelle, here's this idea. If you don't do it, I'll keep hawking it until somebody does it. So, questions, like I said, not confrontational, but just, why are we doing this? What was the reason for this instruction? There was an instruction, yes. What was the reason? Even with our laws, there was an instruction, there was a law, the law was written in 1932. But crying out loud, we're in 2023. Why was it written then? What were the restrictions then? What were the limitations then? What was our understanding then? Is it applicable now? No. Let's scrap it. And so, you want to run for... House of Assembly or, leg, or State House of Assembly or House of Representatives, basically making laws. You need to be explaining to us how you understand how laws are made, what laws are for, how laws are used to shape culture, and how you want to improve those laws or update them so that our culture moves in the direction of human dignity. That's the discussion I would expect from anybody who wants to run for a lawmaking office. But unfortunately... We are kind of content with constituency projects. Oh, he did a borehole. That's not law. That's not That's lawmaking. That's not your job. That's, what's the commissioner of works doing? What's the minister for works doing? Why are you legislating and digging borehole or giving us a bucket with a tap to wash our hand? Why? What, what does what does that have to do with that day you put your picture on a toilet that's an ultra-modern toilet? I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you know, election season is very interesting for me. <laughs> very comical. Well, yeah, but why? That's not your job, you know. Anyways, yeah. So that's what this year is for me. Pick up stuff and let's redefine it. And let's redefine marriage, for example. What are we doing in marriage now? Does it work? People, a lot of people use biblical examples of marriage. I'm like, for crying out loud, that was. At best, 2,000 years ago. Worst case, 6,000 years ago. They didn't really know very much. And then, imagine I was married in the time of Moses or Joseph or whoever in the Bible. And the husband and my mother lives in... Let's even not take it too far. My mother lives in Ibadan. Mm-hmm. And she sends a message to me. There's no train, there's no plane, there's no car, there's no Okada. Unless you are rich, there was probably no horse, Seth. You probably trekked from Ibadot to Lagos. So that trek would take, give or take, let's say three days. 
So she will send a message to me. So somebody will leave the village and trek three days to come and see me and say, ah, your mama say make you come. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. You know, for me to travel three days, I will now cook food for three days, pack it, tell bye-bye to all my people. And what I would say to my family is, let me quickly go and see mommy. I'm coming back. Na, 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 na. You know that na, 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 na is like 10 days. Because <laughs> I'll spend three days trekking there. Mm-hmm. Spend three days with mommy. Spend three days coming back. And there's no cell phone to check. Did you arrive safely? Was there traffic? Nothing. Nothing. And for them, that was normal. For us today with cell phone, <laughs> I'm coming. Na, 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 na. After 10 minutes, they're calling you. Where are you? Where are you? So what has happened? Society has changed. Technology has changed. Expectation has changed. Reality has changed. But we are still building our reality on a concept that was built 2,000 years ago with different principles, different needs, different realities. And we are wondering why why marriage is no longer lasting. That's why. Because we haven't sat down to ask those questions. It's the same thing with worship. It's the same thing with politics. It's the same thing with governance. It's the same thing with lawmaking. The law says don't do this. You have to be able to ask why. The people that made this law 30, 40, 50 years ago, this was the reason, this was their circumstance. We have moved on. A lot of our laws say, a lot of, for instance, to give you a live example, during COVID, the administration of criminal justice or something procedure in the courts was that you had to be physically present in court if you're if you're criminally accused during covid what happens so they had to amend the law to say you know what zoom is now a thing (laughs) (coughs) we now have to introduce zooming into the court process virtual um, virtual exactly you read the memat of some companies and it specifically states that your board meeting must be held at a specific physical location covid has shown us all that so if someone comes up in a year or two and say this board meeting is invalid because the member of the company says your board meeting must held must be held on kefi street and there's no evidence you held it on kefi street and say it was virtual yeah we've moved on so what we now need to do is go and redefine what a meeting is because a meeting used to be face to face Meeting is now virtual, can be virtual. Mm. So if we don't go back and say, okay, what are the concepts we live by and how have they changed? How have we changed? And have we even bothered to go back to some of those concepts to redefine them? If we haven't done that, then we're going to be in a lot of pain unnecessarily. Given that people are not really open to change, yet change is constant, talking about leadership, do you believe in the in the concept that younger people should hold leadership positions since they are more in tune and current with the trends, with technology, with the lives that people are living and can make better decisions for people yet unborn? Yes and no. Yes and no? Yes and no. Why not? I don't think age is a criteria for leadership. What I mean by that is, I'm not going to pick a leader simply based on age. There are many young stupid people. There are many young wise people. There are many old stupid people. (laughs) There are many old wise people. The fact that you are young or old is not the disqualifying factor. The issue is why is age an advantage or a disadvantage? And it's simple. 
there is a certain character that comes with age. Between the ages of birth till four, for example, you'll find whatever equivalent that is in the animal kingdom, those infants, they have one characteristic. All they want to do is play. Whether you're a human, a monkey, a dog, a lion, you see that age, they just want to play. Right? When you go to a certain age and above, where old age, let's say our retirement age, I think, is 65. Mm -hmm. Why is retirement age 65? There's a reason. Because we know you've graduated from school, maybe 20, 25, whatever age, you've put in 40 years of work. Your body, your mind gets tired. You need to rest it. And then you have something called adult infantile regression. As you get older, you start to behave more like a child, you know. You're, because that's just the way the human body is. Does is it a do hundred percent of people go through that? No. Somebody can sh- point at a Walishwinka, for example, and say at his age, his brain is as sharp as a fifty-year-old. Yes, but he's an outlier. He's, he's, the, he's an outlier. The same way, yes, you can show me a fifteen-year-old with a PhD. He's an outlier. You can't say because there's one fifteen-year-old with a PhD, therefore all lecturers should be fifteen years old. You'd be crazy. So. In statistics, one of the things you do is you exclude the outliers. You know, in mathematics, it's called the normal curve or the bell curve. You exclude the bottom 5%, you exclude the top 5% or whatever percent. They stick to the averages in the middle and see what is consistent. So, no, it's not just because you're 30, you're a good leader. No. What are the characteristics of a good leader? Do you have foresight? Do you have empathy? Do you have a sense of justice? Do you have the capacity and the experience to do certain things? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the network? Some of those things are built over time. For example, network is built over time. So somebody who started building network at 15 efficiently and built it for 10 years efficiently and somebody who started building his own network at 35 and built it for 10 years, in terms of network, they're the same. So it's not about the age. It's about those characteristics. If you've started doing things early, then you might peak earlier than someone that started it later. So it's not your age. Having said that, there is an age where you have a lot of energy. It's just the biology of it. A lot. You look at Mike Tyson started boxing late teenage. People that break world records are not 50 years old (laughs) in terms of athletics and (laughs) physical sports. Yeah, no. Look at Ronaldo. N- nobody expects Ronaldo to play in the next World Cup. How old is he? 38? Yeah, exactly. Next World Cup will be 42. Everybody says he's past his prime. He's still in his 30s. Now, you're not going to say, but there's one footballer that is 45, so let's make our national team 45 years old. You will lose. There's an age where your energy is at its peak. You need to learn to harness that, harvest it, milk it. Most footballers burn out in their 30s because of the nature of the world. So it's not a question of should a national team be 18 years old or 25 years old. It's not the age. It's when did you start playing? How much training have you got? How much has your body endured? How skilled are you? When you look at all that, on average, there will be an age bracket. So, yes, that's why I said it's yes and no. I do not believe that anybody above retirement age that has not been actively grooming himself intellectually and physically for the top job, should run for it. 
does not mean that just because you are below that age, if you have not been actively grooming yourself physically and intellectually for the job, you should not run for it. Mm. So if I find somebody who's... I mean, let's look at <clears throat> all our leaders in the past. Where do we start from? Um, let's start from the one people don't want me to start from. How old was Jesus when he died? He was 33. Mm. And look at the impact he made. Um, how old was... Um, what's his name? Bob Marley when he died. I think he was 36. Yeah. All this impact of Bob Marley, he was 30-something. Uh, Aliyah was 20-something. Uh, Princess Diana. Mutala Mohammed was 30-something. When Gowon was president, head of state, he was, I think, 30. So Park was 25. Um, Atedo Peter Star started IBT Stambik. I uh, started IBTC at, I think, 32 or 33 or something like that. Um, when Buhari was minister for petroleum in 1978 that was 42 years ago whatever his age is now <laughs> 44 years ago minus 44 from his age now he was a minister then and you know so when you look at it you find there is a specific age where you can really put in the grueling work that needs to be done beyond that age your energy needs starts to win you become an elder statesman you know, you start to contribute to intellectual discourse. You become a repository for knowledge and experience that people rely on you for your experience and they, you contribute and guide. Yes, but the people that are hitting the ground running, it's really, really hard to be 60 and hit the ground running. It's really, really hard. It's, yeah. Okay. I think we should take some calls now. Yes, let's take some calls. All right. And of course, we'll take some messages via WhatsApp. And on Twitter, on Twitter, it's Lagos Talks 913. That is at Lagos Talks 913. You can call 0809-1913-913-0809-222-0913 or 0809-234-5913. The landline numbers are 01-515-0913, 1913 We'll take some calls now. Lagos Talks, good evening. Uh, good evening, Lagos Talks. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Lana from Dixon. Go ahead, please. Hello? Right, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. We can hear you. There is Lionheart from Ejigu. Go ahead. Lionheart. Join the conversation. Yeah. I've been listening to your talks, the talk show. I really enjoyed it so far. Okay. Um, concerning age, it's it's tough. Uh, you know, age sometimes tells. Are you get, are you getting my facts? Yes, we can hear you. you no, know, look at this this APC aspirant now. Look at the way he's talking now. Sometimes he talks off key. Hmm. Uh, that that means. Uh oh. Hello. So that means if he gives a chance to someone like that to to lead a country in that of over 20 million population, you know, sometimes when you have to address in public or send down some uh, speech, you may derail from the, you know, from the real uh, uh, thing, the book, or thing of of it. So, and we need someone that is useful. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you, Lionheart. Appreciate you. Let us talk. Good evening. Good evening, Michelle. Welcome. What's your name, Mary? Compliments of the season. Thank you. Happy New Year. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> until the 15th. Yes. Until the 14th of, of January. 
January. Okay. Yes. Everything I will say from ah, that point greet on me? will wait, be on wait, the wait, light. No, I'm taking it personal. Good evening, Zio. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I was listening to you greet Michelle like that. Uh-uh. He didn't greet me at all, sir. Now, wow. Ah, Happy New Year. You, all the things I, would, I wanted to say to Michelle, I have said already <laughs> from last week to this week. Okay. And it will be until the 14th before I stop saying it. Okay. So, Michelle, Merry Christmas. I'm ah. now. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. Thank you, sis. <laughs> and usually, oh, this program makes me, you know, you think Michelle is in awe of you and the program. You, you could see how she, how she started off and everything and how you were making her feel. The rest of us from Radio Land are feeling even more in awe. Every time you come on air, I just say, ah, yeah, is it true? Okay, you okay, it's enough, man. I can't pass the door again. It's okay, it's okay, okay. <laughs> you don't understand. Now, like I said, everything I will say, because this is because this is just out of this world, Pluto mm. is not a planet. Hmm. So that means all the bitching I got from trying to get all the nine planets back then. Hmm. There will be some people, but they'll be old now. <laughs> they will not tell me sorry now. You see? Now, the question is, why? Why? And I used to ask myself, why? But now, my, my, my li- the little ones, the, my nephews and nieces, say, when you say, go and do this, they say, why? Hmm. And you don't beat them. They say, why? And that's what Zeal says. He will start asking himself, not in public, but in public, because he's too big to start saying, why? Daddy, why? <laughs> Thank so, you. as patient as we were back then to scour around the library and look and look and look until we found tons of books that we had to take home, borrow and do our, our assignments and everything, the younger generation just have to take a phone and just do pim, pim, pim and do like smart, smarty pants. Someone was asking the question. The person was holding me food and I was, and the person asked me a question then went behind and asked the phone the question. I got the answer, and I looked at myself, I said, Uludu, I said, to myself. Little did I know, later I, I asked my nephew, please, do this for me. And he did the same thing. And he got the answer in seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll take more calls. Thank you so much for calling. He literally put lots of, literally highlighted yes. a bunch of things that you said and examples that you gave. Unfortunately, I don't think we got his name. Uh, but thanks for calling. Uh, we'll take more calls. I want to take more calls, as many as possibly can. Lagos Talks, good evening. That was Listen. Oh, that was Listen. <laughs> you even know yes. the color. <laughs> All right, what is what is your name now? My name is Ibuka. Ibuka. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You see, you see, and it's like you say, okay, uh, don't do this, no, I want to just hear you. Yes, I do, my hands are up. Mm, uh, I, I, I hear, happy new year, sir. Happy new year. I, I, I don't need to show, like, 42 minutes, you know, late, but listening to two people and your last comment, I would just say, it's not easy for, for elderly people, you know, uh, ruling the country, yes, because I know we're talking about the leadership, People that understand uh, 
the structure, the plans, everything, how to lead people. Then I will also come this way. Feedback is very important because when people give you feedback, you know, refine it, then you give them back. I, I, in business environment, I had this, you know, customer relationship, get to listen to customer, get to get everything for them. Then I present to them, I'm, I'm after human, human. Because if I satisfy their needs, their desire, I'm good to go. Mm. But if, if, if our leaders don't see it that way, if they see that threat, that's when we're having problems. And going back to public release, to public statement, how do they relate to people to the language they, they understand? Not harsh. Because this is generation. If you don't treat them in the thick way, try to relate to them in the way they understand, you have to spoil things. Thank you for calling. Roosevelt Adebayo from Apapai saying, what do you think are the true pillars of great leadership for a great nation, especially for aspired citizens? I think we already touched on that. You did yeah. mention some qualities, yeah. right? Yes. Phone lines keeps buzzing. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Good evening, Michelle. Welcome. I yes, I can hear you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good evening, Mark. I'm calling from area. All right, Hi, good evening. Right. Happy New Year. Yeah, Z, you, you see, you have made me look like I didn't get to school anymore. You know, the, the way you, the way you um, specify this uh, uh, critical thinking of a thing, it made me look like, in fact, I, I need to reschool myself, you know. So, um, well done, nice job. Last week uh, edition, I was unable to get it on uh, any of these uh, audio apps. Oh, that, that's because it's a major, it was a major throwback from 2019. <laughs> Sorry? I shouldn't be telling you that. I don't know. <laughs> it was a previous episode we did some years ago. That's why. Okay. okay. Well, now okay, that we've okay, done okay. it again, so, we probably uh, have been able. Nice job there. I'm really happy of uh, what you did today. And um, Michelle, I see that you're catching up. In fact, you are doing very well now. All like when when the program started, you are doing very very well. Now. I'm enjoying the program. Thank you. Thank and you. I want you to discuss more policies. Please discuss policies as we are going through election, so that to help us to make that critical decision, not just critical thinking. Let us make critical decision. Thank you. All right. No problem. If you think critically, I'm sure you make the best decision. Lagos talks. Good evening. Please turn down the volume on your radio. Welcome. Hi, good evening. Hello. We can hear you. We can hear you. Go ahead, Tonero. Okay. Uh, yeah, you still of a thing. Eh? I discovered something that uh, most most of us today we having a problem of of listening to our our using our senses and our mind. These are the two problems we have. Most of our actions comes with our mind instead of our our critical thinking. How do we manage ourselves? Because most of us, anger comes to our mind. Mm. Many things will come to our minds. Millions of us do not use our thinking, looking at that thing that we intend doing, how, how, how good it is or how bad it is before acting. We are only so fast in taking action because it comes to our minds. So we have two messages coming to us, our mind and our reasoning. But we lack using our reasoning. We always use our mind, the way we feel, the way we... The way we really, we feel about any situation and we always act. So these are my own opinion on this critical thing of the thing. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, guys. Yes, welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Miss Mutanda. All right. Join the conversation. Mutanda, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling from Matabo London. Are you Zambian? Coming from 
calling from London. Mutamba is Calabar name. It's not Zambian name. It's Calabar. Ah, I had a friend that was Zambian. It was his name was Mutanda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you gotta do your research. We got Mutanda. We got Namondo because it's the same. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> what I'm calling is that uh, I quickly disagree with your guest, saying that he does not agree with age. Sorry, what you get there, saying that he does not agree with age when it comes to governance. Hey, come on. My lecture, I came because I was quite young. The lecturer taught us in high school, not even in college, in high school. He told us that there is one called brain cells. And as you aging, these things are dying. It's at 60, 65, they're no longer vibrant. So why should you tell me that you do not agree when it comes to age with governance, my brother? Please, I want you to elaborate and help me. Maybe the lecturer in that part of the world was wrong. Because another thing is, I like to tell you the honest thing is you find that. Every time we cannot like compare the United States, America with Nigeria, Joe Biden is this age, Nigeria is this age. But I'm going to let you know one thing. In the United States, the governance over the, the politics is not the same thing with what we got here. Las Vegas, New York, Texas, California, Mississippi, Minnesota, everywhere, everybody governs themselves. They only pay a little and respond to the federal. But in Nigeria, it's not the same thing. If you put a figure here, they call them president. I'm going to let you know one thing. The president's got to govern every way. So why shouldn't you agree with it, please? I'd like to hear more from you. Thank you. All right, Matanda. Thank you. Mutanda, I think you should listen to what I said again because I did not say I didn't agree with age. I said, started by saying yes and no. And then I said, age alone is not a factor alone. And then I then went on to list the other factors that are more important and could be correlated to age. I did not say age is not important. Mm. Right? I mm. said age alone. So, but maybe you could just listen to it again and get it straight. Thanks. All right. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening, Good, good evening. Hi, good evening. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My, my name is Franklin. I'm calling. Your name is Franklin, I'm yes? Still, okay. I I somewhat appreciate your programs a lot. And, uh, okay, um, my contribution is uh, when you're when you starting earlier, you, are, you said something about... Um, as in patient or I think you said uh, endurance or patient perseverance with you or something like that. Okay. So you also yeah you also keep you also yeah just keep me thinking all this one because I have had uh, that kind of discussion with my dad some time ago. So we are arguing about disease uh, and the way people no longer want to take steps. I mean no one not, no one want to follow steps. Like my dad keeps mentioning during their own time, you have people start from social level, from level D to level D. Before you know it, they get to level, at topmost level, and they are rich. But these days, people, all you see is, ah, uh, this process, how people get, all you see is, ah, you hear, you let me hear, uh, what's it called? Um, just, you let me see more money, all over, money all over the place, like, People, the people of these days no longer want to have that kind of pressure. All everybody wants to get is let's let's get it faster. Let's get it. Nobody wants to, you know, take it on a, on a certain process like 
Yeah, something is said about uh, the um, patients and the uh, no longer no longer virtue these days. I think also just like you said, like we, we learn, we relearn, and we are learn as well. So I think it's beginning to make a kind of sense to me. So I don't know whether I got what I hear what I said. That is my, my take. Thank you. All right, thank you. Oh, someone is asking, uh, good evening, Michelle, please, how can I get the last episode? I think it might have been uploaded already um, as an episode for last week, although it was a throwback. All right, in summary, yes, you have anything to respond to say before we go? You want to take more calls instead? Okay. Lagos Talks? Hello? Hello? Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Benga. I'm calling from Kenya. All right. Good evening, Benga. Join the conversation. Good evening. Mm-hmm. So just briefly, I want, I want to agree generally with um, Zio. Good evening, Zio. Good evening. Good Benito. evening. Good Happy evening. New Year. Thank Happy you. New Year to you, you too. Okay. So I want to agree mostly with Zio. What he has delivered today, very nice and well-delivered um, explanation of the age gap when it comes to leadership. All right. Okay. Okay. So, um, when it comes to leadership, if you look at the Nigerian history, for instance, you will see that um, at the time we had one of our most serious crises was when we had um, youth running the country. The one on one side you have a 29 year old, on the other side you have a 32 year old, 33 year old person, and then left the civil war that was, you know, that led to a lot of millions of lives. It's about a country like Nigeria needs a lot of tax experience, and um, you don't usually get that from a youth. If we hand over the country as it is to most of our youth, not necessarily on North Pacific, the possibility of falling into crisis is very high. Mm-hmm. And it can contain. So sometimes, leadership of a diverse um, system needs level of experience okay you don't get to handle the diversity of the nation yeah yes right. you have it to necessary task mm-hmm. that needs to be developed mm-hmm. sometimes i'm a design engineer i know sometimes you design stuff then you start with just the machine you have a set of rules you put it in or maybe nowadays it's going to coding you have the code you have the criteria and mm-hmm. then you put it in you get your response mm-hmm. but when you start interacting with humans the kind of response you get can be quite diverse. Your solution can be a problem for some humans that you never in the state. So right. sometimes you need experience right. to, you know, put that into your plan, into your design. And then sometimes a solution is to the optimum, not the best at all times. You need to take some decisions that are painful. On the long run, it is the best. But, you know, it comes with experience sometimes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Basically, stressing that experience is key also when it comes to leadership. No, I agree. Experience is key. I mean, but again, sometimes, you know, when you say sometimes you need fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination. And again, we're not talking about one man. And we, people keep talking elections. Everybody talks about the president. Maybe next week we'll talk more on the governance and political side. But, but I'm very, very keen to hear what people think about the at least for us in Lagos, the Lagos State House of Representatives. Who are the people running? What caliber of people are running? 
not so much about their age, what's their experience, what's their depth, do they understand the issues, do they understand the job, or are they just yes-men? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Federal House of Representatives, same thing with the um, nation, the entire National Assembly, the Senators. Who are, I mean, half the National Assembly will not be, re- roughly half the National Assembly will not be returning after next year's Elec- after this year's election, yeah, because a lot of them did not get their party nominations again. So when we know, uh, roughly half will be brand new, and, and that's assuming the half <laughs> that got their nominations will even win. So you may have a brand new set of lawmakers. Who are they? Who's representing you? Do they understand? Do you know them? Have they interacted with you? Do they have a vision for the laws that impact you? How do they get all 469 people to work together? Those things for me are significantly more important than who's president. Mm. All right. That's where I would leave it today. We've taken loads of time today on the show. So I want to appreciate everyone who joined in the conversation today and uh, for all the calls and messages and those who just tuned in to listen. And of course, those on Twitter, they have been sending messages. So we'll be back next week, Thursday, as uh, usual, from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Until then, you can follow Zeal on social media, on Twitter at Zeal underscore A. That is Z-E-A-L underscore A. Have a beautiful evening. And of course, uh, happy, happy new, new year, year again. Yes. Yeah.